Live. We are back, New York Sports Exchange, episode number 24, and it's with deep sadness that the New York Rangers are eliminated. Yeah, it happens. It's, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, very unfortunate. Um, but, gotta, you know, it's, yeah. it's Tampa. Yeah, yeah, They've exactly. won two straight. I know. Two straight cups. I it mean, sucks, though, just yeah. because, you know, they could have done it. Yeah. This this looked like the team this to do like it. This looked like the team to do it, too. But anyway, yeah. we'll definitely go into what the Rangers can do in the offseason. We'll recap games. <clears throat> we'll, games um, five, six, five and six. Five and six, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got a big episode. We got Damon O'Keefe. He's back. We talked some NBA finals with him. Oops. So, we will not be talking finals with the two of us. We will be talking finals with Mr. O'Keefe. Uh, the Yankees and the Mets... Nothing new. They're a wagon. Yep. And uh, unbelievable. I'll also give my picks for the major for uh, MLB, considering that it's about to be the only sp- sport that we're going to be betting on soon. But uh, which is which is fine by me. Other people yeah. could are and the uh, and and Omaha. Uh, oh, and Omaha. Omaha. Thank yeah. you, Terrence. Yeah. Gave me some nice college baseball picks. We'll definitely talk about the final eight. Yeah. Go. Unfortunately, only one. Only, only one of them one hit. for two, but. What Second gonna, one was very close. What are you going to do? Yeah. So uh, let's get right to it. Uh, the <clears throat> Rangers. Let's talk about game five. Game five. Uh, Heartbreaker. That was awful. Yeah. That was really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Super bad. I thought, I thought coming back to home ice, I mean, yeah, we lost the two away and they started to gain momentum, but... And even sh- like Avery said, it was gonna on our on our episode <laughs> on Thursday. It was gonna be a home off. Yeah, like just had to defend home ice there, and I really thought that they were gonna win on home ice. But what do you, I mean? The, the Ryan Strom just fucking. I don't even want to talk about Ryan Strom. I hope he has a great contract with the Seattle Kraken eventually. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, that picture. Or just any team that's not the Rangers. That, that picture of him missing the puck, I mean, that's up there with the Altuve home run. That's up there with the Caleb Love three, the Deshaun Jackson punt return. Just That's just going to live in my head for the rest of my life. Like, we could have Alec easily Mar- won that game. The Alec Martinez goal. Like, there's just so... There's just so <laughs> The, the, the Any ra- picture of Tyler Johnson? Yeah, like Tyler Johnson. <laughs> you forgot about that name, I didn't you? About Tyler Johnson. Yeah, unbelievable. But uh, could have easily put the game away right there. But. Yeah, but like, I just and even like the goal that the Rangers had, it wasn't really like a, it wasn't like anything special. It yeah. was literally like Lindgren just chucking up a prayer from the blue line, and then it just went, it somehow went past Vasilevsky. But yeah. I get like there's no there's no <laughs> uh, never a dull moment never a dull moment in the mo- in the Mulvey basement. Nope. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's my brother chasing my dog around upstairs. <laughs> it's funny. But uh, <laughs> anyway, there's like there's just no way to describe it. I mean. Yeah. It's a heartbreaking. I'm I'm used to the misery at this point. I mean, my teams have brought me nothing but pain throughout uh, throughout my life since 2015, which is which was the last time I saw a team of mine hoist up a national national championship or a finals trophy, which was Duke. But uh, 
it always comes back to Duke. <laughs> Fuck off. Tim Tim isn't here to uh Call to laugh about laugh it with about me, it. but yeah, no. <laughs> it's bad. But uh yeah, uh, fast forward to game 6. I'll I did not go to CVS. And That's I'll, why they lost. No, 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 no. And I'll tell you why. Because I went to Madison Square Garden and sat right behind the boards. So if you were to if you were to tell me MSG or CVS, I'd go to MSG ten times out of ten. And Terrence, oh yeah, no, I would. T- I, I I'm not gonna. I told you to yes, go. Yes, <laughs> you. T- I was just gonna say you told me to go. Yeah, you asked. I was like. I was like CVS. You were like, yeah, but it's MSG. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, just go. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like it's MSG, man. The tickets were very, they're like very ten bucks. They're right? ten bucks. That's so sweet. it was. I real like I would completely do that again, no doubt in my mind. It just sucked at the that's, rate. That's like, gotta be so sick. Like I will say, there were a lot of ex Rangers there though too. The Adam Graves was there. Stefan Matteau was there. That's sick. And, uh, Did you meet any of them, or like they just showed? No, they just showed them on the big board. I went. I was on the jumbotron. Uh, that a boy. Shout out Mike. He went with me. Uh, Mike and I were the fans of the game. They showed our thing on the jumbotron twice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I mean, this uh, ho- I, I did some crazy things. These hockey playoffs, man. I mean, I grew out a beard. It's gone. It's unfortunately now. gone. Yeah, it's gone now. Uh, I sat through f- uh, four games in a CVS parking lot. That's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I, I touched the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a lot of... Honestly, like, no bullshit. Like, there's, like, a lot of people to thank. I'd like to thank the kids that pulled up to CVS that one time and... Listen to listen to the game with me. That was hysterical. Yeah, that's awesome. That, uh, that was that's very... Awesome. For Game 7 against Carolina. Uh, Caitlin, thank you for sitting through those games 5, 6, and 7 with me for... Uh, the Pittsburgh series wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. Uh, the Zaretskis again for the thousandth time. Oh yeah, I had, I had to bring the vibes. I had to give the good vibes <laughs> to the Rangers. So thank you for coming on, giving us Ranger fans at least some hope going into Game Five against the Lightning. Uh, that's about it. But uh, anyway, it sounded like you were in, uh, accepting an award. <laughs> I like to thank the Academy. Yeah. Uh, I like to. Th- I'd like to thank Jesus. <laughs> But uh, yeah. But game six, like I was, I wasn't really expecting much. Like just from the garden, mm-hmm. every seat was filled. Really, that's crazy. As far as I saw, every seat was filled. They wow. had like blockers or like ropes. Uh-huh. Like I met one of the security guards that is on Jake's Instagram. I met Susan. Oh and yeah. I was, like, I was like, I've seen this woman before. Yeah, I was like, "Who is this?" Susan's and, the goat. And then I saw Susan. I'm like, "I'm like, you're one. Of, you're you were on one of my friends' Instagrams." You're like, "She's like, oh Jesus, who?" She goes, "Oh Jake Zaretsky." She's like, "Oh, who doesn't love the Zaretskys?" Yeah. Like all that. So I was like, "All right, <laughs> love you." Yeah, shout out Susan of MSG. Yeah, but uh, yeah, game five. Uh, Mike and I we went to the city early, at around like five o'clock, so we had time to walk around, and uh, we tried this pizza place. Have you ever heard of Two Brothers Pizza? I haven't. Well, you have now, because it is fucking good. incredible. We is got it dollar slices? Or is it dollar like slices. Dollar slices? Dude, we got two slices I'm and a can. going there. Oh, my gosh. Two on, it's on 6th Avenue. We got two slices and a can of Coke for, like, $3. It was, wow. That's beautiful. It was incredible. 
I mean, speaking of pizza, did you see um, there's a new pizza place where Milano's was? Yes. They're claiming it's the home of grandma's uh, pizza. Yeah, the grandma pizza. Yeah. I'm a I'm a big believer in grandma pizza. So yeah, me too. We shall so see. So good. Uh, that's what we should do. That's what we're doing this summer. We were thinking of things to do this summer, and now we are doing <laughs> rate pizzas. We are gonna rate pizza. We're we're gonna have a slice an episode. Me, Terrence, I'm with that. Me, Terrence, Tim, and Maeve are going. Can we to... get Sorrento's first first episode? Yes, yeah, I Sorrento, love Sorrento's first episode. It's got to be a plain slice, like no specialty. Yeah, pies, yeah, nothing. just just plain. Slices. It's got to be a plain I'm with slice. That. Yeah, word, beautiful. See, coming up with content every day for you guys. <laughs> uh, anyway, going in. So we had the pizza. We went to the garden and uh, we sat front row. Or as far as we possibly could, and uh, lo and behold, guess who was in our row? Aiden and Brooke. Really? Shout out to Aiden O'Connor that's and Brooke Cortell. Awesome. Yeah. So we watched same section, same row, same section, same row. That's that's crazy. Yeah. So we were we were hanging out with them. So the first period it sucked. I mean, that Igor just made phenomenal saves. Like the yeah. defense was good, the forecheck was just fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Come around to the second period, Stamkos scores that cheeky goal that just made no sense at all. And I was like, "All right, here it comes." And then the third period, they yeah. get they get a power play. They didn't get it. They didn't score. But like you felt something. And then they got another power play, and you're like, "Okay, like this is this is the time to this is the time." Yep. Uh, they score. The Vetrano scores that goal. The place that comes was a rocket. fucking unglued. I thought the <laughs> roof was gonna cave in. That's how loud it yeah, was. Yeah, it was it was definitely like dead silent. Like you could hear a pin drop yeah. and then once he scored, oh, yeah. just erupts. And the fight, there's fucking smoke going on and fucking That's go- so cool. doing the goal song. And then we're all happy. Did you guys get like the towels and everything? Yeah, we got. Awesome. Ta- yeah, we were waving the fucking towels. That's and shit. so nice. So we were all happy and all that, and then uh, twenty seconds later, uh, back to misery. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I feel like that was like that happened like every single time they scored though. I feel like yeah. in, in every game throughout the playoffs, after after they scored like. Within, it, within didn't happen, like, it didn't really happen much in the Carolina series. It happened in the Pittsburgh series yeah, a lot. Pittsburgh and Tampa. I feel like. Within like twenty seconds after they scored, it's like they nearly give up a goal. Yeah. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I just I think that it just and then it just went like back to misery. And then they reviewed yeah. it, and then everyone was like, because everyone saw Igor arguing the goal, and of course, what's a Rangers loss without uh, us Ranger fans complaining about the refs? Yeah, but like, no, um, that was that was a good goal. It was a good goal. It was a clean goal. Yeah, and then even worse, we're losing. And then all of a sudden, the announcer, we had our like own announcer. Oh, really? Our PA guy. And then all of a sudden, you just heard Rangers goal scored by number 77, Frank Vetrana. <laughs> this was, this was <laughs> after Stamkos' goal. This was after Stamkos' oh goal. Oh, my God. So, it's like Pal Show. It was just <laughs> like, oh, my it, God. Man. Assisted by number 18, Andrew Kopp. <laughs> and it was like, oh, fuck. It's like, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Would have been would have been better before the Stamkos goal. We almost we almost had it too at the end, and then it was just yeah. misery. Uh, there were a lot of things. Game I mean, five. Props, props to Tampa, a great team. Yeah, they're a great team. They're gonna win the cup now. Game, for there the were third straight there year. were a lot of problems though. I mean, game four with the three Truba penalties that just sucked. Yeah. Game five and injuries too. Did I say game four? Uh, yeah. Game three. Yeah. Sorry, with the Truba penalties, and then. 
Game five. Easily avoidable penalty penalties, too. Yeah. Game five, Ryan Strom just, you know. And then game six, honestly, I don't understand why they scratched Capo Caca. I don't know why. <laughs> I really don't. Like I really don't. I, I don't have frustrated a, me. Like I don't have a logical explanation. Like I think that. Uh, I mean, yeah, he wasn't really like performing well. I mean, he had a goal in the series, but like something had to give, and you can't really rock with Dryden Hunt. I mean, yeah, and this could like... be, and th- and this means a lot of things for the Rangers too, because there are opposing executives that are gonna call up Chris Jury's office and be like, "All right, what do you want for Kaka?" Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people wanting him. There's going to be a lot of people wanting him. And there's a chance he could be a free agent this year. He's a restricted I, I free them, agent. I want them to keep the kid line, though. Yeah, they got to keep the kid I mean, line. I, but yeah, like After seeing what they did this playoffs, like, yeah. I feel like you got to keep them. But like, there's still like a lot of things like left to do. I mean, <clears throat> Cop is a free agent. You might want to keep him. I don't know. He did. I liked him. Vetrano, he had his moments, too. So, I mean, like. Georgiev's gonna go. Patrick Nemeth is obviously gonna go. Nemeth better get out of here. He there. better get the fuck out of here. And then like there's just I, I there, I'm not as I said before, like I'm not really that big. I'm like I'm a big I'm a big Ranger <laughs> fan. I don't really mm-hmm. know how like the hockey like off season goes. Yeah. It's kinda just like, okay, just like wait, uh, whatever happens, happens. Like yeah. they do need a good like third line guy because I like I, d- I did like Barclay Goodrow. I liked Goodrow. Reeves too. didn't really cut it for me. He didn't move me. He was really just like a. He was just a fuck he, you guy. He was really ju- yeah. He was really just like a body. Like yeah. You want you want somebody out there to go like lay somebody out. It's yeah. like all right. Put uh, funny there. story on uh, walking out of the garden in my section. There was a cardboard cutout of Ryan Strom, and people were, including myself, people were probably like punching it, right? Including myself, I smacked it with my towel, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was it was very. Uh, Did it break? No, it didn't. Ah. But I I wanted it to. Should have like karate kicked it. I should have. Yeah, <laughs> I, I should have. But uh, what are you gonna do? I mean, all right. So now I'm Tampa, still, uh, yeah. Tampa, Colorado, and as we're recording this right now, John Cooper just said that there's a chance that Braden Point might play. So I think regardless if Point plays, I still think Tampa wins it. It's just the goaltending in five, six, seven, four. I'd say I'd say six, but I wouldn't be shocked. If it goes to seven, or if they win it in five, okay, yeah, I was thinking. I, I don't think it's going to be a sweep. Tampa in five, yeah, five or six maybe. But I mean, it, it again, it all yeah. comes down to the goaltending. I really don't think it's going to go to seven. I think more five than seven, but yeah, it 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 all goes down to the goaltending, and I mean, and Vaz- Tampa's goaltending, Vasilevsky's so light years better than Kemper, so yeah. A lot better. Yeah, so I am still waiting to hear the report on Lingren and how Lindgren many bro- and how many broken Lindgren bones. Lingren was playing he has. with like an, uh, something to do with his ankle or something. Like Gaudreau was playing with a fractured ankle too. Yeah, like it was. It's Lingren probably has like a severe concussion. Like yeah. two broken ankles, a broken femur, like yeah. a broken hand. So I mean. We're bringing back our core guys, though. Zabinajad, Kreider, they're all going to be Panarin. So maybe this team... uh, And it it all came down to just 
they they were gassed. Yeah. Like John, I mean, John, first, Co- John yeah. Cooper even said it. I mean, any team that plays 20 games in 40 days, like, that takes a total, like, that on to- takes a, On top of a full season, too. Yeah. Like, like that take, like, 20 games in 40 days, that takes a toll on a team in the regular season, let alone the postseason. So, definitely. Honestly, if the Rangers had more rest, I mean, yeah, if if only But they just, weren't in a they were never in a situation where they could have had rest. Yeah. Because they were down most of the time in both those series. Exactly. Like they didn't even lead. Yeah. They didn't even lead. So until they won game 7. Until they won both game series. 7 in those both series. So I'm very I do consider this season a success, there's no doubt. In my I mind. do as well. But it just sucks. I, it's it's glad to see we're, the Rangers are on the rise. Yes, and uh, again, thank you for keeping up with this nonstop hockey coverage because uh, I'm batshit crazy. I mean, playoff hockey is the best playoff sport, and I'm a I'm a huge baseball guy. Oh I'm yeah, saying. me too. Like, I I do say playoff baseball is too though. Playoff baseball is pretty fun, yeah. but uh, nothing beats playoff hockey. Yeah. So. Uh, this is going to be uh, our last Rangers talk until an off-season move is made. So, yep. uh, yeah. Go Rangers. And now we kick it over to baseball. Uh, Why did that sound so depressing? I don't know. <laughs> the Yankees it, uh, dude, are the number one team know, in the league. I know, I know. But kick it's, it over to it's just like, I don't uh, <laughs> Fuck. We were up 2-0. <laughs> I know, I know. I feel that. We were up 2-0, man. Like, I couldn't. Like, that's... That's hell. Maybe, like, hopefully this loss is, like, God's way of, like, saying, like, okay, give this kid, like, something to be happy about. Give him a World Series, because I don't... You better knock on wood right now. All right, good man. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, this is God's way of, like, all right, have the Yankees win so this kid doesn't kill himself. But, uh, all right. Major League Baseball. The Yankees, uh, they had a weekend series uh, since... Weren't, did they play Thursday? They... They should've. did. They should have. Or were they... No, I think they were off. Were they off? No, I can't. They, were, they were off Monday. I can't. They were off yesterday. I can't remember. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, they played the Twins. Uh, Garrett yes. Cole got shelled. Yeah. And they still won. It was, what, three homers and seven pitches? Oh, yeah, three homers on eight pitches. Oh, was eight. And then... And then he gave up two more. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that game was just ridiculous. Like, what a, just, what a comeback. I know. And from, like, the most, like, unlikely people, too. I love it, though. I love it. From the, the most, bats, from the the most un- from the most unlikely of people, too. Gallo hit, Gallo hit two home runs. Gallo's finally putting the ball in play. Hicks, had a, Hicks had a big home run and a big, and a big RBI single and a big sack fly. Rizzo... Scored on a wild pitch and hit a single. The Mayhew homered. It was a great win. It was a great backdoor cover. I had I had the run line, mm-hmm. and I there's just nothing to complain about. I mean, when the whole lineup's hitting, like that's that's what you get. Like, yeah, that's what you get. I mean, and then uh, the Yankees had a three game weekend series against the Cubs. This game was long. It went 13 innings. Glaber with a home run, and then. Uh, Labor's hitting too. Labor's been on fire, and then Jose Trevino with a walk-off single in the thirteenth. Jose, 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 Jose. Honest to God, he might be an all-star. I wouldn't be shocked, honestly. Jose might be an all-star. 
so many Yankees could be represented in I know in in it, LA this year. Yeah, man. It, it it's gonna be uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun time in LA. But then uh, Saturday, low key, low key. You want to you want to go to LA for the All Star game? I don't have the money. Yeah, neither do I. But like <laughs> you know, road trip. Why not <laughs> road trip? Ah, oh, no, dude. The gas is the oh, gas yeah, the to gas, get there is definitely so much more oh, yeah. expensive. Oh yeah, but uh, uh, back to uh, the game on Saturday. Eight nothing, Jordan Montgomery seven innings five hits no runs five strikeouts. Judge with two home runs. Rizzo what's homered. the shock there? Uh, yeah, what a shock! Judge and Stanton both homered, and they're like, I think they've only lost like one game where yeah where they've homered. So it's and now it's like him. It's the combination of him and uh, Judge and Stanton. They are like, like you just said, one like one yeah. loss when they both homer. And same with and that Judge the, and Rizzo too. Yeah. When they both homered, they like. And I think that one loss where Judge and Stanton both homered was the Field of Dreams game. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. again, there's nothing like. And then Sunday was just a fucking onslaught. That I was mean, a rake fest and a half by the Yankees. Yeah. Jameson Todd. There was the Matt. It was it was the Matt Carpenter show. I mean. <laughs> This guy, this juice, guy, juice ball. If they're saying juice balls. If they're are saying God, juice balls, the Yankees are just this good. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I like, honestly, people are think saying it's juice... a dead. Like people are saying it's a dead ball too. So like, the things that like Judge and Sta- like that Judge is doing right now, it makes him look like fucking Babe Ruth. Yeah, but like they're saying the balls are dead, but with games Ooh, that are breaking a- news. The Vegas Golden Knights have hired Bruce Cassidy as their head coach. Wow, that's a good hire. That's a very good that's hire. That's a very good hire. Oh, the downfall of the Bruins. Wow. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> the downfall of the Bruins is going to be hysterical. But uh, but back to baseball, like if there are so many games that have combined runs of over 20. Yeah. So it's like if they're saying the balls are dead, it's like... Are they really though? Are they really? Like, yeah. I feel like they're more juiced than they were. Yeah, but uh, yeah, big win for the Yankees. So uh, this week, this is like a big stretch for them. They got games against the Rays. They got two series against the Rays. They go I might be going Thursday. Thursday. Ooh. Yeah. Better be before. Better be after we record. Oh, of course. But, uh, <laughs> of course. We'll, we'll, we'll we'll record Thursday morning. Yeah, we'll record yeah. Thursday morning. Lovely. Yeah. I'll Love. be out for the game, and then yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, Wednesday is going to be a big one, though, I reckon, because uh, that's going to be the battle between two possible Cy Young candidates in Shane McClanahan and Nasty Nestor. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So, uh, yeah. And going into the season, too, I I thought McClanahan was going to have a phenomenal year. He's, and he's, ex- he's probably exceeding your expectations right now. He is. I, did not, I definitely thought he was going to be a good pitcher, but I didn't think he was going to be Cy Young caliber yeah. this year but but here we are here we are I mean, yeah so i mean got, it's fun to watch them so. so this is a big stretch for the yankees as i said before they got three against the rays and then three against the blue jays in toronto and then three against the rays in in tampa and then a big four game homestand against the houston astros so this is People are saying the Yankees beat are only good against uh, weaker teams. I mean, this is their chance to prove it right now. Yeah, these these next three series is four, uh, four. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I meant. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we gotta 
got to win most of these games, and if we can win all of them, I mean, yeah, man, <laughs> we're not going to. But yeah, I mean, I mean, but like, if we do, that'd be awesome. Oh yeah, that'd be incredible. Yeah. Oh. Oh. No, I just saw what? they dropped all like the numbers that like the Duke players are going to be wearing. Oh. <laughs> and someone's wearing someone's wearing a retired number, so I'm kind of shocked by that. But yeah. all right, I guess it's a trend now because yeah. uh, yeah, but whatever. Sorry, always goes back to Duke. Whatever, yada yada yada. Uh, <laughs> it does. I mean, Mets are hot too. The Mets are red hot. Yankees and Mets, all top the bra- two teams all, in the league. All the Braves, the Braves I mean, are very hot too. Look at the Braves. Yeah. Only five games back. Yeah. The Mets doubtful. Uh, the Mets, I mean, uh, they had... No, the Mets are still hot, though. Took, took two out of three against the Angels. I mean, did you really expect much? Yeah. And now they got a big three-gamer against the Brewers. <clears throat> yeah. And then a three-gamer against the Marlins. And then... Oh, four games against the Marlins. They're going Friday to Monday against the Marlins. It's a big series. And then... They'll be at Houston, but that's too long to tell. But uh, anyway, uh, the Mets, I mean, what is there to say? What is there to say about these teams? Like, they're, Honestly, not We've much. said the same thing over yeah. and over again these past few weeks there where they're just a wagon say. and they're just incredible. Yeah. Uh, be sure to follow New York Sports Exchange Gambling. I do, I'll do. i reveal my picks right here. Uh, I do have the Yankees run line today. I mean, the Rays, McClanahan, uh, not McClanahan. Uh, they have some injuries. Uh, Lau's out. Wander Franco's out. Corey Kluber's on the mound against the Yankees tonight. He has a 5 ERA on the road. Garrett Cole has an ERA of two th- 2.30 or 2.30 or 2.3, whatever the fuck. Imagine they had a 230 <laughs> yeah, ERA. <laughs> has a 2.3 ERA at home. And, I mean, the Yankees are just a wagon. They're 9-1 out of their last 10. I mean, what is there to say? And... Yep. I have the Twins first half money line, so they have to be leading after the fifth inning. So, I mean, there's nothing really much on the Twins. I mean, the Twin uh, Joe Ryan's on the mound for the Twins. He's yeah. back after his injury, and I guess the odds makers are slating him to have a bad start. So uh, these are both at at minus one ten. So, yeah, there's my gambling pick. I haven't tweeted them yet. I'll send them out. Right, uh, just as we're done with this episode. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, the NFL. Hold on, I wanna. I just wanna recap a bit of uh, college baseball. Oh first. shit, that's right. Yeah. Omaha. Um, Notre Dame. Oh my gosh. Notre Dame shocked the world. Took down number one Tennessee in a three-game set. Beat them seven to three in game three. Um. Could I spoil a special guest coming soon? Uh, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it. Okay, keep okay. it for now. Yeah, and we'll. Um. So now the final eight. We got Oklahoma against Texas A&M, Notre Dame, Texas, Arkansas, Stanford, and Ole Miss, Auburn. Okay. Uh, fear the nerds, Stanford Cardinal. I mean. I had, Terrence I told me to take the minus two and a half spread against UConn, and they did. So, uh, thank you, Terrence. Of course, of course. Oregon State, they were so close. So close to winning. I had the money line. They were very close, but yeah. uh, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, 
Anything else from Omaha? What, what's your early prediction? Give me a winner right now. Not like you can't just pick like the series. Give me a winner right okay. now. Let me just quickly go through who I have winning these, okay. these first games. Okay. In order to get to the to the chip. Um, see, the toughest thing is I don't know about the Notre Dame Texas. I feel like whoever wins that that'll that'll affect who I have for the winner. So I think who's your just. Say you gotta go with your heart. If I had to pick anybody right now, yes, I'd say because Texas is the betting favorite. Texas is very good. All right, can I give you a a top three? Top three. Give me a top. All right, a top Actually, three. Give me a final four. Give me a, a final, final four. four. Yeah, because well, I mean, yeah, just so give me a final four. I'll give you. I will give you Notre Dame, Texas, Arkansas, and well, they're Ole playing Miss. each other. Yeah, but loser's bracket. Oh, shit. It's double elimination. Yeah. Right. Okay, so Notre Dame, Texas. Yeah. Ooh, Notre Dame, Texas. Arkansas and Ole Miss. Arkansas and Ole Miss. Okay. All right. I like it. Yeah. Aren't they playing each other, too? Arkansas? No. Oh. Arkansas, Stanford, oh, Ole Miss, Auburn. Oh, wow. You're, yeah. Wow. Arkansas is beating up on the nerds. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Uh, now on to the NFL. Uh, the NFC South. There's not really much to talk about with this division, I mm-hmm. feel, just because uh, it's one team that's dominant, and that's the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, they have the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady. I will try to keep this quick. But uh, is there really a is there, is there really anyone going to catch up to the Bucks? you think? I don't see it. Yeah, like there's no... Yeah, like the Tom Brady, that's it. But I'll I'll give my teams. Uh, obviously, yeah. Give us give it give us the, I'll get, the standings. I'll, uh, I'm gonna go think? obviously Tampa Bay number one, yeah. despite you know losing their head coach, which may be a good thing because I don't think Bruce Arians was that good of a coach. Yeah. So anyway, they're rocking with Todd Bowles. Tom Brady unretires. Uh, Rob Gronkowski probably gone. Very proud. He did. He did say though, if they get uh, Julian Edelman, he is coming back. Like he said, think, no doubt about it, he'll be back. Well, obviously, I don't think they're bringing back Edelman. But, I don't. I don't think so. Either. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but they did add a nice offensive weapon in the slot. They got Russell Gage, so that could be huge. That could be huge because mm-hmm. Godwin tore his ACL. Yeah. So he's a good two option. Uh, so Arians, he traded his uh. Front his trade he traded his head coaching job for a front office job. They gave the head coaching job to Todd Bowles, which I thought was a great hire. He just oh, had a bad he just had a bad situation because he was with the Jets back yeah. then. There he just had the worst luck ever. Uh, the Bucks are a pretty big threat. I mean, there's no there's no doubt about it. Any team with Tom Brady is a big threat. So uh, give me like a good 13, 13 four for uh, for the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I Same see. as last year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, one of the big, bigger teams with a with a big question mark, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the Saints, obviously, uh, they're gonna bring back Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. He's coming back from ACL rehab. Uh, there's some troubles around around Alvin Kamara after that assault or yeah. assault charge, but he could definitely come along and then there's Michael Thomas who's coming back from his injury 
They also drafted a stud wide receiver in Chris Olave. Cool. Yeah, that was a phenomenal pick. Yeah, like there's Jameis has got himself a good receiving core. Uh, Sean Payton retired. I say that with air quotes because he'll be coaching the Cowboys next year. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, on the defense they got Dennis out. Al- they have Dennis Allen as their head coach after Sean Payton retired, <laughs> and uh, Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins retired who spent his final two seasons at the Saints, but they did bring bring in Tyron Matthew. I don't really know how that's going to go, but we'll yeah, see. Pro- probably a uh, – maybe get a, car- a career revival. Who knows? Uh, so, it all it, honestly, it all comes down to the offense. It all yeah. depends on how Jameis does. If the, if the offense is well, I can definitely see the Saints being a wild card team when maybe nine, ten games. If the offense doesn't succeed – could be a long time. It could be a long wait for uh, something to be something specialty brewing in Nola. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not really seeing much. Then we got the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, they're obviously full on rebuild. Matt Ryan's gone. Uh, Marcus Mariota, baby. It's Marcus Mariota time. I mean, love it. And you pair him with Desmond Ritter. So Desmond Ritter, I mean, he's a good quarterback. He might yeah. give Mariota, give him two years to develop, see what happens, and he can definitely be the starting quarterback. But I love, I, I don't understand how people are just like shitting on the Falcons because they got talent. Yeah, they do. Cordell Patterson, phenomenal. Kyle Pitts, phenomenal. phenomenal. They got Drake London, who is a pretty good wide receiver. Yeah. The only downside is you lost Calvin Ridley for the whole year because he's an addicted, he's a gambling addict. It's crazy how like you get praise suspended. Oh. Um, how I get praise. For oh gambling. no, <laughs> <laughs> no, how you get suspended a whole year for yeah. uh, for gambling, but you do far worse things and you'll get like eight games. Like yeah, like Six. eight games. It's yeah. like it's like do what? Yeah, on the defense, I mean. Deion Jones, he's probably going to be out the door at some point this offseason. Yeah. Uh, he's got a big contract. They're trying to get younger. They're trying to get cheaper to build up cap space. Uh, it's, I'd say, about five or six games this year, maybe. Mm-hmm. And a new saying that I like, it's uh, they're, they're three years away from being one year away. So... <laughs> I, I I just don't think that I don't really think that they're going to be anything special moving on mm-hmm. to the Carolina Panthers I don't really know it's, I don't know what's it's going not on as bad there, as a situation though. as the Falcons but it's pretty bad yeah they have some <clears throat> they have some questions at quarterback I mean I think they got a lot of questions you got there. either Sam Darnold or Matt Corral so, I don't. I, honestly, I don't really think that's a. Those are two good options either in the NFL. Yeah. And none of those guys are shoeins. So it's going to be a quarterback competition in Carolina. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is just made of glass. I know. And, I love CMC too. Like, yeah. It's and just now Robbie shame. Anderson is like teasing retirement on social media. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I mean, I would too if I'm with that offense. Yeah, if I'm with Carolina. It's, but I, know, I just I, I don't know I. The defense looks pretty good. I mean, J.C. Horn, J.C. Horn's who was their first-round pick in 2021, mm-hmm. looks pretty good. I mean, Matt Rule 
his 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 future with the Panthers is just looking slimmer and slimmer <laughs> and slimmer yeah. and slimmer. And hey, you forgot one more and slimmer. They will not. They will not. They will not be welcome. I don't think he's. He will not be coaching them next year. Yeah, no way. So we will uh, see what happens with the Panthers again. Five, six games at best, and I just, I, I, I just don't think that you have them coming in last. Or uh, it's it's a it's it depends. It's close. It's very close, yeah. but I don't know. There, it's uh, yeah. There's nothing really too special with this division. It's just the Bucks and everybody else. And if the Saints do well, they're a wild card team. Yeah. Nothing. Re- nothing really important. All right. Uh, we actually uh, UFC. I'll t- I'll recap the UFC pay per view yeah, right before go? we get to the interview. My bets didn't hit, but it was a very. I heard it was a very good card because I was at the Garden. And I missed the whole thing, but uh, the uh, Zhang Wei lead. Yeah, Jay Check fight went pretty well. Wei Li with a spinning back fist knockout, sending Joanna to retirement. Jeez. Yes, yeah, Joanna ended up retiring. What a tough way to go out, yeah, it's man. A t- it's a tough way to go out. Then uh, the Shevchenko Talia Santos fight went the distance. I had it going inside the distance, and uh, Shevchenko with her first split decision, her first uh, victory by split decision since, uh, or no, her her first fight to go to a split decision since she lost to Amanda Nunes back in two thousand seventeen. So that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty important. It was a very close fight. Some people thought Talia Santos won. I thought mm-hmm. I looked back and saw it. I thought Shevchenko won it. And uh, then we got the Teixeira Prohaska fight. Yuri Prohaska, round five submission with a rear naked choke. Your new UFC light heavyweight champion of the world. Glover Teixeira was thirty second. We saw everyone saw the scorecards because they they leak them after the pay per view is over. Teixeira was going to win if it went to decision. And uh, Glover Teixeira is like 30 seconds away from uh, from still being the champion. Mm-hmm. But instead, the young up-and-coming Yuri Prohaska, the new UFC light heavyweight champion. And we will talk more UFC July around late June, early July. Because is that the, the new... Uh, it's the new pay-per-view. It's going to be Israel Adesanya and Jared Cannonier for the middleweight title and a trilogy fight between Alexander Volkanovsky and Max Holloway for the featherweight title. Two of the best featherweights of all time going at it. It's going to be a good one. All right, we're going to swing it over to the interview. It was a very fun talk with Damon O'Keefe. We talked finals, we talked college basketball. So we were go we clo- we actually closed with with Oaks. So this yep. is the last you'll be hearing of the just the two of us. We're going to be closing with Oaks. You're going to hear what I saw fun fact of the day. All that. All right, let's swing it over to Oaks. Peace. All right, we are back with Damon O'Keefe for the third time. It is a pleasure to be back. My, uh, I think my first time with Terrence. Maybe my second time yeah. with Terrence. No, this is the first time. First time yeah. with Terrence, the great Terrence Mulvey here. <laughs> uh, so this should be uh, an interesting one. We have a lot in one sense to talk about in the NBA. The last time we met... The playoffs were just beginning. And you owe me $20. Uh, and I was wondering exactly who was collecting the $20. Uh, so you swept it? Yeah, I, you, said, I you, said the Celtics were going to make the finals. And Warriors. No, I, then, no then we do, have, do you remember? We, we were like naming off like a bunch of... I forget like if anyone said the Warriors, but I know I said the Celtics. 
and you basically said wh- whoever like picks whichever team makes the finals gets the money. Uh, is that what it was? I, th- I, was, I think that's what it was. That's what I was going to say win the finals. I could look back. Uh, we'll have to look back on that. Because whoever sure. has the Warriors and the Celtics should be uh, up for the $20, I uh, thought. I know I had the Celtics. I had the Celtics and the Sixers, so I'm okay. not too sure who had the Warriors or if anyone picked the Warriors. If no one has picked the Warriors, it's then you are, you are the man. You are the genius of the bunch. No well, doubt about it. I, I, I know ball. But anyway, <laughs> so Warriors, one went away from the finals. Yeah, interesting series. Um, it's been, it has been a roller coaster, if you ask me, especially the way the games have been played. Um, last night, in my opinion, not the most exciting game to, to watch. A little sloppy, especially in the first half. But I think we are starting to see the uprising of Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Maple Mamba. Or yeah. Maple Jordan. Maple Mamba's R.J. Barrett. <laughs> Maple Jordan. I mean, that's... I've, I, I don't think I've ever seen him play like that since Kansas. Uh, it's like I, to really think about it. And quite honestly, I didn't think he was going to have this much of an impact um, of an NBA career. And what a move to the Warriors uh, it has been. Um, and he is, without a doubt, maybe the missing piece for this team. Because if you do watch them, he is the guy that likes to bring it into the interior. And when you got Poole, Clay, and Mr. Curry just hanging out in the, on the wings, yeah. it gets very dangerous. Curry didn't even have that good of a night either. Which is pretty he amazing. He didn't even make a three. No threes really? for Curry last night. What? First time since 18, like early 2018 season since he wow. didn't make a three. That's insane. I know. But uh, Clay Thompson, I just think, is getting way too open in this series. And I think last night really helped hurt the Celtics. And Jalen Brown, it just where was, where was he last night? Yeah. Like in this whole thing. Just when you're about to make him like one of the better players in the NBA, he can't get on the big stage here last night and contribute. So... Um, just an interesting series we have it goes back to boston game six uh i do believe the celtics will take that and we will get a game seven on sunday who wins in seven i think the warriors will take it home in seven i honestly don't want to see the warriors win i'll be rooting for the celtics Uh, they knocked, out, why, they knocked why out your team, though. Uh, you're, you're yeah, really... why, don't, why don't you want them to win? I, I, I am a. I like the East Coast mentality. I like the way. I honestly like the way the Celtics play. Oh, okay. I, I am a very. I'm very big on defensive oriented teams, and I think they do it very well. Um, and I just would like to see it come to the East Coast. It's about mm-hmm. time. I, yeah, the same thing. Like I know I despise Boston, just like Boston in general. But I'm, I just like this team. I, I think that. The de- the defense is what is probably one of the best I've seen in a while. I've they make Al Horford look like a primetime player. Same with Derek White. Tatum's been has had his moments. Same with Jalen Brown. Grant Williams is a great force off the bench, but uh, you can never count out the Warriors. Like no, you cannot. And then the I think this kid Jordan Poole is going to be awesome. I think he's the next upbringing. Um, you know, and I just, uh, the Warriors are going to be alive for a very long time. Oh, it's like when you play like the Patriots or the, or in the Rangers case, the Lightning, when, you know, you don't really want to match up with them in the playoffs because they, they know how to win. They have the experience. A lot of it. There's a lot of it. Yeah. 100, 100%. Um, since we're on the topic of the NBA, uh, Terrence, you got a winner for us? Oh yeah. Come on. He's, he's not really an yeah, NBA guy. I, can see I, don't, it. I don't really focus on, that much on basketball, but I, I feel like I I want the Warriors to win just because I don't really like Boston. But 
Terrence likes the flash, just like his hair. He likes the swag of the Warriors. Yeah, you could just you could just tell. Like he he I mean he would love to go hang out with Steph Curry and Jordan Poole one night. I feel like that yeah. would actually be pretty fun. Yeah, see, there you go. There yeah, I love is. that too. Don't so. get <laughs> uh, But before maybe we uh, we we move topics here in a sense. I know you guys are kind of wrapping this show up for the for the day, and, and I know if you have more for me here on this series. But since we haven't been. You know, here since the playoffs began, yeah. Stan, what is your biggest disappointment of the of the NBA playoffs? The Phoenix Suns. And I was thinking about that today, oh, yeah. and they and they are one of them, no doubt about it. I mean, what a just a brutal playoffs for them, the way they went out. It's bad. Like you're a one seed losing by fifty on your home floor. Uh, like, that's not good. Like to a Maverick team, which honestly is that wasn't really that talented. Yeah, marginal. They best. just. They, yeah. like, they just won those games, but like I just, I don't think I've like ever really like seen anything like that with like a one seed being that with that much talent too. Because as much as a lot of people hate him, Chris Paul, one of the best of all time. Devin Booker's a rising star. Same with DeAndre Ayton, who actually might leave now that because the Suns didn't really give him his contract. Sure, but that you just can't get knocked out like that. Like yeah. that's just that is that is one of my my other. Just going through it, disappointment, I would have to say, is just the, the lackluster effort of the Memphis Grizzlies. I thought Memphis was going to really? really give Golden State a run for their money. And I just don't, I, again, I think they, they're just probably too young. I think they, I thought that would be a better series. I thought it would be a little bit more exciting. Um, and not shocked that the Warriors beat them, but just, I thought the, I thought the Warriors dominated the series. Yeah. So um, I feel like the Sixers too, just because of Harden. Yeah. Well, oh, what a horrifying! <laughs> I mean, if anybody is signing James Harden after that, was that Game Seven? Was that? I think it went to six. Six Game yeah. Six with him walking up and down the court for three and a half quarters and not doing anything. That's uh, terrible. I mean, that is just a slap in the face to the Sixer organization. Yeah, that's. Um, so that, I, yeah, I that's. Uh, and that's I feel like there's just point. like no winner of that trade though, because like you look at the Nets, like what's Ben Simmons doing for them? Yeah, nothing. Like Seth Curry wasn't really doing much. Refusing to play. He's refusing <laughs> to play. Like. Give give your thoughts on Ben Simmons. <laughs> I mean, listen. I mean, I mean, I think the Nets were in a situation where they were forced to make that trade. Uh, I think there's behind-the-scene things with James Harden that I, I, we don't see. Uh, I think Durant and Kyrie wanted him out. Uh, Kyrie and James Harden don't get along. We know that in yeah. general. Um, and Durant will never throw anybody under the bus. Um, but I think that was. I think their hands were tied. They had to make the trade, and they figured try to bring in somebody who might give some kind of variance to this team. Um, and that unfortunately did not occur. But we'll see what happens here next year. Um, my other question was going to be to you, what is the next, what is the most, like, maybe surprise of the NBA playoffs? Maybe player or situation, what do you got? Series? Honestly, it's the Celtics. If you, Al Horford and Derek, just look at Al Horford and Derek White in game one. Yeah. I mean, did you, did anyone really think that they were going to make that big of an impact in... Uh, how about Al Harford in this, the, the previous series when he yeah. went for, what, 36? Yeah, he went for 36. Like, uh-huh. he, he's been... He's been a factor for him, and when no one thought he could be, because he was on the thun- he was on like the Thunder to start the year, but like they didn't they didn't even play him because you know the Thunder were trying to lose. So now you bring him on the Celtics. I mean, the Thunder got 
draft picks for like kid for the kids that are like currently in elementary school. But that it's. But I think that Al Horford has just been he's he's caught my eye a lot because I just like remember like watching him for so long and just being like, oh yeah, it's Al Horford. Yeah, we're we're actually explaining to the high school kids who are are into the NBA. It's nice to see the NBA is kind of up here in Pearl River, so it's actually been pretty good. A lot of conversation. And we've been explaining how Al Harford was part of one of the better NCAA basketball Joe teams. Joe Kim Noah. Joe Kim Noah and the boys. Back-to-back. Florida back-to-back champions. A lot of the students' body here did not know that. And, uh, you know, it's I just... Did. It's I didn't just, know that. It's just, there you go. Al Harford uh, was a force in college. Same, same with Joe Kim Noah. Wasn't, he was... Oh, yeah. Joe Kim was the man. Joe Kim. Uh, yeah. What else do they have? They had Horford. They had Billy Donovan as their coach. Yeah, Billy D was their coach. They had another guard who was very good. Two other guards who was very good. Um, Mike Miller, I think. Was oh, one. yeah, they had Mike um, Miller. And then, how do I forget who the guard was, the point guard was for them. But uh, they were definitely a very good team to watch. You would like hanging out with them, too, Terrence. That's bad swag. <laughs> <laughs> Joe so, Kim was a fun time. So, a lot, a lot of swag out there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would say that. And then, you know, I, I was uh, just – Thinking about it a little bit here, and I, and I, like I said in the beginning, I think uh, I think Wiggins has been a nice surprise, especially here in the final. He's really kind of uh, taken taken a new step in the right direction, which has been great. Um, but I think overall, the Warriors being in the finals, a, a little bit of a surprise to me. I uh, wasn't sure they were going to get there this year, but of course, as we mentioned in the past year, the veterans come through. Um, and another thing I wanted to bring up. We end, we ended our last segment on college basketball coaches, okay. right? With with Coach K going out, right? And then who was so happy what's an Oaks episode without right. this? But right. all right, but no, I'll take, I, the I, I'll so take the abuse. We're not gonna, <laughs> we're not going to bring up Coach K and and how he has to deal with Tar Heels for the rest of his life. But it's just it, it's just uh, we we try to name some college coaches that are legends in the game and still coaching, and we came up with a few. The one guy that we did not mention. Is Mark Few from Gonzaga? Uh he's a. Uh, I don't know. Oh. I'm not. A, I'm not a big. I'm not because Stan's very against Gonzaga. I'm very. I, I'm not a big <laughs> Gonzaga guy, and I'll say why because every year you hear Gonzaga and how Mark Few Gonzaga has all this talent and what what do they have to show for it? I mean, for me, it's it's just the the area where he's recruiting from. I think he gets great players uh, in a very kind of like you know, marginal place to, to bring people into. Yeah. Uh, I think he's built a phenomenal program there. And uh, I think that... Uh, I'll give him credit. Yeah, the, he's he's built a great, like a powerhouse. Yeah. But you support a drunk driver? Yeah, well... <laughs> I mean, if, if we really want to go back and name some of these other coaches that we talked about... I mean, Beheim got a standing ovation after he killed a guy. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. anything's possible. You don't have to go there. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about Rick Pitino and the ladies. I mean, come on. I mean, so... <laughs> I mean, we, we, if, we, if we're gonna go in deep, then we're gonna, we're gonna. I think we can find some concerns on a lot of the people that are still out there that we mentioned. Yeah, but uh, this, the, the thing with Gonzaga though this year, it's they. I, I said in the 2020 year when when they had Suggs and all of them, there was no excuse. This year, I don't think there's there's even a, a bigger. There's no excuse for them at all. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree with you on that. They brought uh, back Drew Timmy. Yep. They got the best player in the transfer portal, who is like one of the best scorers in the country from Chattanooga. They're bringing back all these guys, and I don't even know if they're going to be capable of doing it. I also hate Drew Timmy, by the uh, way. There you I go. I, there it is. <laughs> I love Drew Timmy. Uh, yeah. we, can, we can move on from there. 
Um, <laughs> anything else on the NBA front? I think mean, I think we got a, a really classic coming up here on Thursday night. I'll definitely be tuning in, and I think hopefully we have one on Sunday. What are your thoughts on Draymond Green? Draymond Green. Uh, <laughs> I am. A, uh, we, have, we have to. All right. So now. <laughs> You said you're a big defense guy. Yeah, like see, I see, I love Draymond Green. Uh, I loved him since he was ever at Michigan State. Plays for one of my favorite coaches, and uh, Mr. Izzo. Um, he's also not a fan of Izzo. He's, uh, I mean, listen. How the, are we friends? I, I don't know. The, but, I mean, listen. Izzo preaches defense, toughness, rebounding, and that's all. You know, that, that's all that Draymond is. I think Draymond has. Big time up to his game since he's been in the NBA. Uh, at one point, a triple-double stud uh, at one point, you could say. I know this year has not been a great year for him overall. Um, but I think last night, no like no Draymond Green last night. I don't know if the Warriors uh, win that game so easily. Uh, I thought Draymond played great. And yes, his antics at times uh, are, are brutal. Um, oh, yeah. I think he does... He does it on purpose. I think he does it to get under the skin of other players. Um, and unfortunately, that's starting to become a bigger role for him. I wish he'd go back to what he did last night. I mean, last night he passed the ball exceptionally. Big time rebounds, getting out in transition. Um, I just thought I, I thought he made things very difficult for the Celtics last There's night. There's that one play that he's very good at with like the fake handoff at the top of the key. Uh, that's and, his game. That's yep. his game. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. it's amazing how many wide open dunks he gets off that. Oh, yeah. So, and again, that's following four major guards around the three-point area. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I'm a Draymond. I, I like Draymond. I do. I, I, I love his heart for the game. I wish sometimes his antics would take a step back. Um, but I, I think he's a little old school. Probably that's why I like him. He plays a little old school style. Um, that's my thoughts there. Yeah. So the draft's coming up. We are a week, almost a week away from the draft. Yeah. Who is your top three? Oh, I'm not ready for this. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I am not ready for the draft question. Uh, I, I I'm gonna have to pass. Uh, You're gonna pass. I, I got to pass on this one because uh, I don't really know the list. I've had a list of players in front of me. I'll I'll, uh, I'll give you the consensus top. Four. Okay. So you got Holmgren from Gonzaga. Yep. You got Jabari Smith from Auburn. Okay. And then you got my boy Paolo Bancaro. Yep. And then you got Jaden Ivey from Purdue. So I like it in reverse order. Um, not really reverse. No, I like the kid from Auburn at one. That's uh, probably the smart choice. Yeah, I like him. I think he's a great all-around player. I think he's NBA fit. I, I hate to say this, I love the guy from Duke. I think Paolo he's gonna. I, the best. I think he's gonna be a great NBA player. And I like Ivy. Uh, I think Ivy from Purdue is very good. I think Ivy honestly carried a team um, for the last two years. And I get, I get it. They, they were big. They had some other guys. They had a, the one guard was pretty good. Yeah. But I think he carried that team. He was the load of that team. And quite honestly, I think he's the one that put them in the top ten and, and made them a force for the last two years. I like him a lot. Yeah. But uh, your thoughts on Holmgren? Do you think he's like a? Do you think he's an NBA player? NBA fit player? Because I just don't see it. He's size wise. I think it's like be, size wise. They give him a lot of credit, but he's yeah. like. But strength wise is going to be the issue. Yeah. Um, and those guys scare me. Um, I've had some guys like that in the past that have not panned out, like you know Sean Bradley, for example. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, that's just one that comes to the top of my mind. Yeah, I mean, but the one thing he can do is he can shoot the three. So we'll see how that all translates. Oh, the Knicks have the eleventh. 
Okay. So I I want them to I don't re, I don't really know what they're doing, which is almost like a good thing because no news is good news with the Knicks these days. So AJ Griffin possibly. Maybe AJ Griffin. Okay. Section one's finest. Yeah. I would like Mark Williams as well. They do need a big man. They can't really roll with Nerlens Noel and Taj Gibson. They got to get young. No, they got to get young there. Yeah. yeah. And then Jalen Duran from Memphis, I like. But also, I've heard rumblings that we could be swapping with uh, Sacramento. With 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 players. People people on Twitter always like speculate things yeah. and like what happens because you know because Jaden Ivey CAA okay. and Leon Rose yeah. vice president of CAA. So maybe something could work out. Like people are speculating, like a Randall trade to Sacramento. So maybe like Randall Fournier, maybe Grimes, and the eleventh for like a big contract on the Kings in the fourth. All right. And I, not it. It'll bolster the Kings. It'll bolster the Knicks. Maybe the Knicks could get Jaden Ivey. All right. If that I mean if that was the case, and they were moving up in the draft, that'd be great for the Knicks. It'd be phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, because. Uh, who'd you mention for the Knicks was going to get in this uh, trade? I, I think it might be Randall. It's going to be Randall, Fournier, and probably one of like the young guys. I'll just throw out Quentin Grimes out there. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how much longer Randall needs to be in New York for. Um, I, listen, great score. Doesn't do much on the defensive end of things. And he's going to fade soon. I mean, he's, his time is running his time is running short. And, you know, it's time... Uh, if the Knicks were going to pull that off, I think that'd be a, a great person to kind of get out because the fans are starting to like. We're, not, start, we're starting to turn a bit. Fans of the Knicks are starting to turn on him, and um, that doesn't bode well for the Garden if, the, if things don't start well next year. So uh, I agree. Go, trade them if you can get the four. Uh, that'd be. I think that'd be amazing for the Knicks. So I know we were talking about college basketball. Your thoughts on the on UNC this year. I, I can't believe I'm even like giving you time to speak on it, but go right ahead. <laughs> I am loving the fact that everyone is coming back. I mean, it is uh, it is unbelievable at, at this at this era of college basketball. Uh, we are staying true to ourselves, and the boys are coming back. Uh, they are loaded. I mean, they're going to be loaded, um, and it it will be very interesting to see if they can pull this off again. Um, but they'll they'll have a lot of they'll definitely have the bullseye on their back. There's no doubt about it. There'll be a lot of pressure on them. Uh, but we are looking forward to a very exciting Tar Heel season coming up. Are you afraid of like the UCLA comparisons? Because when UCLA made the Final Four in 2020, the year after they brought back all those guys, and not, they I, didn't really perform well. Well, do you, do you think? Is there a chance of that happening? or Well, there's a chance for everything, but I think this team, honestly, is too defensive-minded that I don't think that's going to happen. This is not, we're not talking about a team that's, that's going out there with four guys and all they want to do is score the basketball. Uh, you're dealing with a team that's well-balanced, that loves to defend, uh, loves to rebound, and you don't really see that that much at the college level on a consistent basis, uh, especially when you've got three, four guys that can go pro, and they know they can, some of them can go first round, maybe even a lottery for some of them. And here we are coming, coming, bringing them back. And I will, I will say this. I will, I, I mentioned this in our, in our last, I, I was not tuning into college hoops until January. Uh, I will be all over the Tar Heels starting in November. Wow. There is no doubt about it. Um, so it will be, uh, it'll be fun. I think it'll be a fun year. So who's so. The, do you know who the manic replacement's going to be? 
Uh, they were trying to get the Matt Meyer. Yeah, but Matt then he Meyer. ended up going to Illinois. Yeah, so I, so which should be interesting. Yeah, that, that Maddox went to Oklahoma, right? He did go to Oklahoma yeah. first, and then and now he's moving his act to Illinois. Oh, and really? at one point we Meyer thought, Meyer Meyer sorry oh, Meyer. Oh, okay. uh, we thought maybe there was a good chance he was going to be a Tar Heel. Um, I, I honestly thought he was going to go to UNC too, and I which would have been to, great. I but, was ready to. <laughs> I was ready to. I don't. Uh, getting, I was. I was getting ready. To, I was getting ready to build you a nice tweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Duke, Duke got Duke got some good, pretty good transfers. I mean, Coach K's grandson's gone. He uh, transferred to NYU, which is a good thing because you know New York City's a walking area. I think he should stay away from cars for a while. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Yeah, probably a very good idea. Yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> Jeremy Roach is is coming back, and they always say in March if. If you want to like go far in March, you need an experienced guy at the one, and Jeremy Roach is pretty experienced. Uh, going into his junior season, had a very good tournament. He had a very good tournament. They also got added a few transfers in, in uh, Jacob Grandison from Illinois. They also got a guy from Northwestern. I don't really think he's going to make that much of an impact, but their freshman class is going to be pretty good. They got Derek Lively, who's going to be his seven foot two center, pretty good. Kyle Filipowski is six eleven. He can definitely is your definitely like a three and D like forward. And then you got Derek Whitehead who's going to be I think he's going to be the best player out of those three freshmen. Uh Tyrese Proctor who reclassed. He was he's actually from Australia. So he's going to be a very good piece off the bench in my opinion. So uh, it just really just sounds like we're building up to another fantastic year. I will uh, say, col- I will say, college basketball is very fun when the ACC is good. Yeah, when the ACC is good, that's when college hoops is at a different level. There's no doubt about it. Um, I love it when it's the ACC, Big East. Big East has got a ways to go. Don't get me wrong. Oh, um, this year's but, this year's Big East. I'm high on this year's Big East. So uh, we're hoping. Well, we're hoping that this is what it's going to be. Like bring these major conferences back into the mix. Uh, and let's get these tournaments going to where you know we're watching these games like we have in the past from the quarterfinals on, uh, and no one missed the night. Like that, those, those are the best days of college hoops. Yeah, but uh, the, my prediction: the Big East is going to run through uh, Omaha. All right, there Creighton, we go. Creighton's going to be good. All right, don't be surprised. I watched them; they're good. Don't be shocked. I, I watched them live this year; they are good. My early national championship prediction: Creighton, Arkansas. That wow, is, that's my early prediction. Arkansas is good too. I mean, Arkansas those guys are running all over the place and they can score the ball. Um, so they're like back to their old school days. If they can just press more, and like in '94. Yeah, uh, the uh, Duke. listen, that was one of the best teams I've ever seen. So and they called that team 40 minutes of hell because all they did was press for 40 minutes and they can run you right out of the gym. So uh, all right, I got to get moving. I know oh. we got to end this segment here. Unless you got something else, Dan. All right, we we got our what I saw. So we'll we'll do it quick. My first, what I saw. Did you see what's going on with the Curry family? Somewhat, yes and no. Go ahead. So Dell and Sonia divorce. Oh, okay. I saw this. Yeah. They're with. <laughs> this is crazy. They're with new people. They were seen at the game in Bo- at game four in Boston. Uh, so Dell's with one woman. Sonia's with another with another man. Turns out Sonia's current boyfriend and Dell's current girlfriend were once married. So they had a wife swap. Wow. Yes. Interesting. That You don't see that too often. All it's right. crazy what Oops, you can find out on the internet I these know. days. It, uh, what did you see this week? <laughs> this week. Terrence, we're going to move it to you. Give me a, let, me, uh, let, me, let me break yeah. that down. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to 
take the baseball route. And uh, the two New York teams, first teams to 40 wins this season. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful thing. I love it. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it is nice to see the uh, – I mean, listen, Yankees, good for you guys, sitting at 43 wins. Oh, yeah. uh, and the Mets are now sitting at 40 wins. Um I am a huge Mets fan, as everybody knows in this room, and it is. We are talking. We are in the middle of June, and we are looking at no demise right now. No demise. And it looks like uh, no June swoon. It, no June swoon, and it is. It, it, it is. We're we're going back to like 2000 here, where the Mets and the Yankees were headed for a collision course to the World Series, and if we can get that again, that would be wonderful for New York and. The Mets could pull that out. They better come out on top. I would be a very happy man. Yankees better come out on top because yeah. I don't think I'm going to live with a bunch of Mets fans. Yeah. <laughs> but talk about, I, could, I couldn't do that either. Talk about two teams that are hitting the ball uh, at a rate that, I mean, the Yankees have always hit, but the Yankees are actually now doing it the right way. Like it's doubles and it's like they're running yeah. the bases well. And some of these young guys are starting to really come through for them. And Aaron Judge is having a phenomenal year. Um, And then you look on the Mets side. The Mets, I'm telling you right now, have not hit like this in like eight years. I mean. I'm I'm surprised like their pitching's been doing good too. Losing losing DeGrom and Scherzer. Scherzer. I mean. Somewhat of McGill too. Yeah. yeah, It's it's been huge. And then at a time when you were like, all right, here we go. All these injuries started and you're like back to the, back to the bad days. All these guys start hitting. And, uh, Listen, you, you, we have to start putting Pete Alonso up there as like a force in Major League Baseball. Yeah, oh, uh, definitely. I enjoy yeah. Watch, I I enjoy watching Alonso play. Yeah. He is he's the man, and uh, nice to see Francis. Francis. I'm a big Lindor guy. I when he especially when he was with Cleveland, um, and he had a disappointing season last year, and I'm very happy that he is kind of back in the mix again. Lindor on a door. So you obviously saw that. <laughs> What's that? Lind- Lindor on a door. With his finger, he jammed his finger. Oh yeah, yes, yes. Lord, 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 yes. When he jammed the finger, that was part of the spiraling that we thought was happening. <laughs> Shirts are getting bit by the dog. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. So everything that could possibly go wrong was starting to, but yet we kept winning games. All right, Oaks, what did you see? Ah, uh, I wasn't ready for this either, so um, <laughs> uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring it back to a, a positive front. Uh, something that I saw on Twitter a ways back. Uh, I, I might have mentioned this. I don't know if I mentioned this. Shaquille O'Neal walking into a uh, Shaquille O'Neal walked into his jewelry store and um, your birthday twin. Right, my birthday twin. Yes, he walked into probably the reason why this kind of sticks with me. Uh, walked into a jewelry store and while he was in that store, a, a, another man was in there buying an engagement ring for his wife, and Shaquille kind of crept up next to him and kind of handed his credit card to the the, the cashier. And, and Shaquille's banner just kind of said, eh, put it on me. And kind of just walked away, and this guy turned around and, like, was in awe of what just happened. Uh, so we're probably talking anywhere from 15 to 25 grand that uh, Shaq Daddy just decided to come in and make somebody happy. Um, so, that you know, that's something that I saw a while back. Uh, and I, something that now it's kind of going into my brain, thinking of, like, TNT and Shaquille O'Neal. I think something I saw this this hockey playoffs, as you guys know, I don't follow hockey in the regular season. I got to say, I love these TNT broadcasters Paul, for the hockey guys. Paul Bissonnette on the pregame. He's like the Barkley of hockey. Yeah, uh, we talked awesome. about it with the, with the Zaretskis before. We were like, yeah, Biz is basically the Charles Barkley of, I mean, of the NHL. I mean, Biz is awesome. Um, that is something that I definitely saw. And I know Lotto's not here. I'll give it up for him. I know it's probably like one thing, but you guys might not see me for another couple of weeks. 
uh, I saw my son at 10 years old fall in love with playoff hockey. Uh, he is. There's nothing better. It's the no, best. Honestly, he, he is in it. Like he is full throttle. Loves Ran- it. Rangers. Uh, was rooting for the Rangers. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> disappointing end. Disappointing yeah. end. Was rooting for the Rangers. Unfortunately. Um, but, and you for, for your Ranger fans, it's been tough. I mean, three very difficult games um, yeah. in that last series. Um, but, you Awful. know, yeah, it just uh, is. What well, it, that's what I saw. Yeah. So. so Fun fact of the day. Are you ready for it? You're, get ready for your mind to be absolutely blown. Uh, I learned a lot of new things with the fun fact of the day. Oh, no. Do we have service? Oh, no. We may not have. Wait, I can I can Google it. Let me Google. Ooh, fun fact of the day. Oh, wait, but now I don't have Wi-Fi here. Oh, great. Terrence, you, Terrence, you got a fun fact? Uh, <laughs> wait, no, I have a fun fact. All right. I, I got this at work. Okay. Uh, do you know that porcupines can float? What? Really? Yes. Wow. Interesting. Porcupines can float. And I could see that because the way the density of the porcupines and the roundness of the porcupine. So I could see how that whole thing. I'm a big animal guy. I like animals. Uh, uh, so I think uh, I, uh, I could see that. I could see the porcupine floating. The more you know. See? Yeah. Told, told you you were going to yeah. learn something. Learn something new. Yeah. Told you. These fun facts. Uh, yeah. These are great. So you're getting our merch. All right. Awesome. Can't wait. We'll be letting, we'll be letting the people know when or how. And how much? We already have a Stanley Shotguns. Uh, that that's gonna be a bestseller. Yeah, no doubt. That's gonna be a good one. Yeah, that should be flying around Pro River pretty quickly. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I you're gonna see kids in you're gonna see kids in the school wearing. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Uh, I, I'm gonna say that I, that will not be happening on my end. Um, I wait for the weekends. I guess. Or something. Yeah, <laughs> can't, yeah. Can't promote that as a teacher. You can't, you can't promote school. that, but yeah. hey, whatever happens, happens. But uh, yeah, Oaks for the third time. Thank you for coming on. This is going to close it out. So uh, any anything to say? You want to give a special shout out? Uh, no, um, <laughs> but it's been great with Terrence. Uh, I, I just want to say thanks again. It's been a pleasure to be with you guys. Um, it's just Stan, you're the man as always. Uh, some interesting pictures on Twitter uh, during this Ranger <laughs> series, I have to say. Um, CVS, I mean, come on. CVS yeah. was like Disney World. Oh, no doubt about it. And uh, Lotto and Kilkenny, hopefully we'll see you again here. No, not Kilkenny. Uh, who am I missing? Murray, Peter. Uh, hopefully we'll see you again on the broadcast. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Thanks for having me on. And I really appreciate everything you guys do. It's been a lot of fun. Right. And good luck with your picks. Oh, yes. That's going to close it out. Be sure to follow us, rate us on Spotify. Five stars. Five stars only. It'll help us out tremendously. We will see you on Thursday.